Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Whoa, what time Ooh, baby. here? Oh, man. It's like a sauna in here. baby. You got to love a Fireside Friday because that means... Ugh, you can smell the NFL football right around the corner like you can smell this fine firewood that we have in studio with us. We've been doing these for a couple of weeks now, but this is the real This is the this real, is the first real one. I brought right. in starter logs for this one. Not, you know, gasoline, yeah. wrinkled up pieces of paper in the mm-hmm. trash can and lighted on fire. These are high quality starter logs and wood from trees I chopped down in my backyard last night. This so is, these are legit. And this is with the real content, right? We we like to spice it up with a Fireside Friday, but this is the first time we get to talk about real NFL games. I'm excited. And let's start with the first game of the year. The Buffalo Bills, the LA Rams in LA last night, ring ceremony for Los Angeles. They win the Super Bowl last year, obviously, so they get to have the honors of Thursday night kickoff in their own dojo. Buffalo Bills entered as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and boy, I hope you took the two-and-a-half points and then some. Because the Bills laid a smackdown on the Rams. Do you remember what I picked? I picked the Bill. I picked the Rams outright. <laughs> That's why you don't go with my picks. Well, you're Unless... feeling good at halftime, at least. That's true. What a second half from the Bills. Though. I mean, just an explosion of offense. Not so much an explosion of offense. They shut the Bills, yeah, the Rams they, they out. Shut the First, Rams out, third, right. and fourth quarter were shutout quarters for the Bills. Ten mm-hmm. points scored from the Rams in the second quarter. Um, Cooper Cup was unbelievable, as always. 13 catches, 138 yards, and a touchdown. Josh Allen um, absolutely cemented the start of the MVP race with him in yep. the front runner because he was freakish. Uh, not just with his stat line, but he had that MVP moment already with the Superman touchdown oh. over Bobby Wagner. My, like, so my, one of my best friends from college is from Buffalo, and as soon as I, hit, I saw that run, I go... Put that on angry runs immediately. It's going to be on angry runs. Uh, would it surprise you to know that Josh Allen also led the Bills in rushing overall last night with 56 yards on the ground and a touchdown? That would because it looked like Singletary, Singletary averaged six had yards a good carry. Game, yeah. He did. Zach Moss had that fumble, but Singletary looked like he had a good game. The Bills, for the first time in a decent bit, had a lot of balance on offense. Yes, 31 I pass, agree. 25 rush for Buffalo. I, that was my takeaway from their offense as well. Now, I think you'd like maybe a little less of Josh Allen, 10 carries leading the way for your 25 carries. Would you, though? Because well, you jo- know how good he's going to be Well, on not the just run. that. Is Josh Allen even going to tell you, like, okay, I'm going to take off and run. And you saw 
His, like, third read is take off and run. Like, he'll be in the pocket. He'll feel the pressure. And it's not even let me escape and try to reestablish myself in a pocket. It's I'm getting five yards at least. And there's nothing you can do about His it. His touchdown run. Was that Case very in thing. Point, yeah. The fact that it was Bobby Wagner, too. That he supermaned over and just, like, For the angry run, right. Earlier in the game, and, yeah. And... That was the touchdown run too. This was over oh, Bobby, really? was Bobby Wagner as I'm well. I'm talking about the one where he went to the sideline and farmed him into the ground. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. He was on a rampage last night. He is certainly backing up what I've said all offseason with him being the best quarterback in football, maybe the best player in football. That was a that was a hell of a way to back that up right out of the gate. That's kind of a you know that saying welcome to the league rookie. That's a welcome to the Josh Allen at the rest of the NFL. And he's already kind of been on the map, but he might be best player in the NFL on the map. Well, now. yeah, we've been saying now. Like Colin Coward said all last night, he's the best player on the field tonight, and it's not even close. And there's Aaron Donald on the field, too. Like Right. Von Miller had two sacks for Buffalo as well. The but, last touchdown yes. he threw to Steph Diggs was an absolute cannon. Yes. And on the run. On the run. Jalen Ramsey, I don't know what the hell Torched. he was doing. Stephon Diggs was making yeah. him look silly a lot last yeah. night. Just just a, a, a master class by Josh Allen last night. Yeah, Diggs, eight, eight catches, 122 yards and a touchdown. Gabe Davis, four catches, 88 yards and a touchdown. Gabe Davis uh, catching the first touchdown of the game for Buffalo. Wait, no, that wasn't Gabe Davis. That was on that screen pass, wasn't it? No, it was Gabe Davis who scored the first touchdown. Uh, talk about picking off where you left off. Mm-hmm. Didn't he have like four or five touchdowns? He had four touchdowns Kansas in Kansas City. And I thought, okay, it was like that one of those weird fluky moments where it's like this one guy's gonna make a name for himself and his and that's gonna be his two minutes of fame, right? And that uh, that'll be it for Gabe Davis. But not at all. He he had that first touchdown of the season and he was a legitimate threat as a receiver for all the rest of the long. night. Yeah, yeah, the rest of the night. So that's my point with him. I thought the Bills biggest things they needed to do in the offseason was shore up the running game for sure, and Devin Singletary was a great pickup to do that with. Then it was find a number two to Steph Diggs. They probably knew all along that they thought Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis was going to that number two. Four catches for 88 yards on five targets and a touchdown is number two wide receiver type of work. What was surprising to me was the lack of usage of Dawson Knox, who's a legitimate Yeah, me receiving... too, considering I drafted him for my daily uh, fantasy lineup this sorry, week. Sorry, buddy. Really thought he would get maybe like three catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. Would he have one no. catch? One catch for five yards. Yeah, I, was, I mean, like... It's a good receiving tight end. And he has been Allen's go-to a lot in the red zone early in his career. And my other thing was, dude signed a big contract a couple weeks before the season. I thought he'd be feeling good about himself. (laughs) The Bills obviously like him if they're signing him to an extension. Why would you sign someone to an extension if you're not going to use him? (laughs) But that's not the biggest fantasy gripe that people have from last night. No, it was probably Cam Akers. It is Cam Akers. Daryl Henderson ended up becoming the number one back for the Los Angeles Rams. 13 carries, 47 yards. Rams couldn't run the ball for bleep last night, though. 18 carries, 52 yards on the ground, 2.9 yards per carry. Uh, Matt Stafford had two less carries than Cam Akers and had two more yards than Cam Akers. Cam Akers, three carries, zero yards. He didn't average a single yard. Matt Stafford had to scramble for two yards. <laughs> and Cam Akers, you're a fantasy guy. Like Cam Akers was projected to be he, he ahead of good. Henderson, yeah, right? He, like, oh well, for sure. Like Henderson he is like the, the um, what's the term? The handcuff back for for Cam Akers. I don't think anyone saw this poor of a performance. Cam Akers being the right handcuff the back to Henderson. Yeah, right. Well, it's not just that Akers 
performed poorly, like where he ran for like 14 times and only got like 12 no, yards. No, three carries. He only got three so carries. So maybe that's why. I mean, maybe the Rams just said, maybe Sean McVay just said, no, it's not your night. We're going to go with Henderson here. In the passing game as well, Henderson caught five yeah. catches, no targets for Cam Akers, who I view as a much better back out of the backfield. Of course. I mean, he's a, he was, what, he's now entering his third year in the league, or no, only maybe his second year in the league. It was no, just such, it is his third year in the league. It out was of just Florida such State. a big yeah. deal last year yeah. when he was able to get back for the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, remember? Like the, everybody the whole was like, playoff, oh. I believe." Yeah, everyone was like, yeah. "Wow, that's going to put the Rams over the top," and then they just didn't use him at no, all. No, not last at all. Night. It was very bizarre. I don't know. Maybe he's you know running backs are really tough in the NFL to really find a good one. I mean, same with quarterbacks, but I think right behind them is the running back in terms of finding the right kind of guy that can stick around and be a force on your offense for an extended period amount of time. I'd give the MVP last night to Josh Allen. Yes. But the runner-up is the Bills' defensive line and their pass yeah, rush. Von Miller, Von maybe. Miller was going bananas out there. So I was watching good— If that's the Von Miller they get all year, they are going to win the Super Bowl. I was watching Good Morning Football, and Kyle Brands did it plainly. How the hell did the, the rest of the league let Buffalo get Von Miller? Right, we were when that deal went down. We were saying, "Oh my gosh, Buffalo wants to pay Von Miller for six years, and he's already what thirty-five years old. What are you doing?" But we remember what we also said. We said, "If, if you win, win the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl it, doesn't it doesn't matter." And they look like they're poised to do that. And this he year. looks like Von Miller of his, of both of his last Super Bowl teams when he was on the Rams and he had two sacks against Joe Burrow, and when he was on the Broncos and he had what like a billion sacks against Cam Newton. <laughs> It's just crazy. Like you were saying, to the Kyle Brandt's point, um, there were rumors that Von Miller wanted to go back to Denver once Russ Wilson was in Denver. I mean, Von Miller loves Denver. He is Mr. Right, Denver. He right. won a Super Bowl MVP for them. You know, you land in the Denver airport, you see an L.A. restaurant, you see Peyton Manning stuff. Von Miller's number three, right? He's for the number sure, I'd thir- say maybe even number two because ahead they drafted him. Ahead of they drafted him. And he won the MVP in that Super Bowl right, that they exactly. won. Right, exactly. Oh, no, you— People do remember how bad Peyton Manning was that year. Yeah, right. Von Miller was the heart and soul of For that sure. team. So you could make the argument number two most important. I'd Bronco. say I'd say number two. But the Broncos said no. They said they didn't want him, and now he has two sacks on Thursday Night Football with three tackles for loss. Which makes no sense after watching what he did once he got to L.A. Right? It like, wasn't like he got to L.A. and he was like, okay, yeah, for the last, what, five games I'll get one sack, I'll have one sack throughout the whole postseason and just collect my ring. No, he was a huge reason why they were so good deep into the playoffs, including the Super Bowl win. No question. And now I feel like he's going to do the same for the Buffalo Bills. There was a point of this in, into the Super Bowl where people were saying, is Von Miller going to win the MVP again? I know. He was because a Cooper, Cooper Cup had yet to catch that game-winning touchdown pass, and Von Miller had already collected his two sacks. People were saying, oh, my gosh, is he going to do it again for L.A.? Seven sacks total for the Buffalo Bills defense last night. Seven tackles for loss. Fifteen quarterback hits. Matt Stafford was under duress all game long. Something I mentioned when you were talking about the Steelers defensive line against Joe Burrow. Quarterback hits are a incredibly, for no reason, slept-on statistic for a defense. Yeah, I agree. And it's such a big deal when you can start to get into that quarterback's kitchen. Even if you don't get home for sacks, I think it can help lead to some errant throws, and it can help lead to three interceptions, which is what Matt Stafford threw last night. Well, that night. whole first half was kind of messy on both Stafford offenses. Stafford didn't look good at all last no. night. No. Not at all. Now, maybe there's too much pressure, so you can't really blame him for that. First time coming back as a defending Super Bowl champion, it's 
It's his it's his second season with the team. Like that's the craziest thing. And he that, had a bad elbow injury all off season yeah. that he had to surgically repair. So this is his first time really playing under it. So maybe all these factors coming in, plus you're playing against Buffalo, who defi- despite you being you being the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, everyone was picking Buffalo except for me for some stupid reason. Everyone was picking Buffalo to win this game. Well, that's exactly what I was just going to ask you. Is this more of a sign of the Bills are that good, I or think the Rams the are that? Not I think that the Rams good. could still win their division, right? I think the Rams overall. I mean, oh, it's an it's an AFC loss, so it doesn't really hurt them at all when you really think. No, about it's it. not. It's one of the five AFC games they'll, they'll draw this year, so it, it really won't affect their NFC standings. It won't affect their NFC uh, West standings, but they could still be a division winner. They could still be a top free team in that conference. I believe you're correct about that. I think that they could still get the bye. I, I don't think that's out of the question either. Uh, just ran into... Oh, really? No. No one's going to go 15-1. and one. No. Or 16-1, and one, I mean, and get the bye. But it's just, I mean, there's there's three teams at the top there that could do it. It's Tampa. And I think the Rams are right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're in that. But it's Tampa. It's, it's a three-way race rather than everyone saying right now, oh, Buffalo's the best team in the AFC by far. I have not felt as confident in a preseason Super Bowl pick than the Bills. I mean, they just look like they're going to win it. They have the defense. They have the offensive line. They have the pass rush, clearly. They got the quarterback. They have the ability to stop the run, clearly. They have the quarterback. They have a running back now that's reliable. They have a number one wide receiver. They potentially have a number two emerging in Gabe Davis. Maybe they get Odell in the middle of the season. Wow. That's That's a big guy hanging out there for a lot of contenders to – you know, dip their toes in that water when, you know, we get to week six, week seven, week eight, and things start to get real, real. They have everything. I really feel confident that they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's very likely. I mean, we both pick them. We both, usually you and I try to, like, say, okay, you will pick this team and I'll pick this team in whatever capacity we're picking, whether it's future bets or just weekly bets. But you and I both sat here and said, it makes no sense right now to pick another team in the league. Out of 32, you're usually super confident saying if you can pick one versus the field, you always go with the field. But you and I both sat here on the show and said it'd be stupid of us not to pick the Bills. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Turning the page and looking at Sunday's action. Full slate of NFL games as God intended on Sundays. <laughs> Saints-Falcons. First game here on my little handy-dandy schedule. I like when you start off within the division. I think that you know level of stakes attached to a first game 
is just very entertaining for the consumer at home. I'm sure coaches don't like it very much. I'm sure they wish they could open up like the Rams did, a mm-hmm. cross-conference game that you know, matters, but not as much in the grand scheme It's a good test, but yeah, it won't kill you if you lose it. I'm really interested to see the Saints and see what they can do with Jameis Winston. We had Peter King on the Mark Madden show earlier this week, and I was surprised to hear how high he was on New Orleans. And he did say that his big question mark was Jameis Winston, but he thinks they're going to be pushing Tampa Bay for the division and potentially winning that division (sighs) in. Roster-wise, he's not wrong. They they might have a roster completely that can go up against Tampa they Bay. They do. It's the quarterback. That's it's the, the big quarterback problem. for sure. I mean, <clears throat> we know how good their defense is, top to bottom, really. He from, thought their defense might be better this year too, so that would be huge. I mean, Demario Davis was just resigned to a huge what a five-year deal. Yeah, they so still have Cam Jordan. They brought in Tyron Matthew to really shore right. up the secondary. It's, it don't get me. I mean, Michael, Mark, Michael Marsh, Thomas is a question mark. Martian Lattimore in the secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're good. Looking to the offense, they're good. Michael Thomas is a question mark. But, but you I draft Chris Olave. Yeah, they're good yeah. without him anyway. Like they have good wide receivers anyway. And I, I think Kamara. I'm really interested to see. Didn't do as well last year without Drew for the first time. Now he doesn't have Drew or Sean. Interested to see how Kamara responds. Well, I think maybe it didn't help that he was his quarterback was Taysom Hill for the. Majority of the season once Jameis tore his ACL. He's a middle on that team, right? Some, yeah, somewhere I think he in is some capacity. Still on that, that depth chart. He's, he's not the he's backup, not the backup quarterback because that's Andy Dalton. Dalton, and then Ian Book, I believe, is the third from Notre quarterback. Dame. Yeah. So maybe he's just a tight end now. Ian Book didn't make it, so he's on okay. the practice squad. Uh, Taysom Hill is the backup tight end to Adam Troutman. Couldn't tell you who Adam Troutman is. Pretty good tight end out of Dayton. Had a decent Dayton. year. So past he's a rookie. Years. No, he's been in the league for two years now. Okay. I think. Uh, you might hear a lot more of Adam Troutman this year. Maybe. I mean, if Jameis can stay healthy, we know there's a possibility, I guess, with this guy always going 30 and 30, but that's still 30 touchdowns. Don't, and f- don't forget Jarvis Landry in that receiving core now, too. But also don't forget, when Jameis went 30 and 30, he led the league in passing yards that year. I know. He's got all the talent in the world. It's probably the decision-making where you, yes. you worry about Jameis. But, and I, I was just about to say... Do you like the receiving core more in New Orleans than you did in Tampa Bay? I don't because Tampa Bay, we, we've been talking a lot about all week the Bengals have a great one-two punch in Tyler, or sorry, in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Mike Evans and we, we've kind of forgotten to mention Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yes. When we've had that conversation. Yeah, those two are studs. And so I, I do injuries like the, were the biggest problem with the Tampa receiving, and one of them losing their mind was the biggest problem for Tampa last year. Yes. So, yeah, they lost Chris Godwin for, what, at least six games last year to the ACL tear, and then A.B. did A.B. kind of thing, so they were just left with Mike Evans. But when Jameis Winston was there is when Chris Godwin really came into his own and really established himself and established that duo between Evans and Godwin as one of, if not the best duo in the NFL. Again, I've, I'll bring up the name Michael Thomas. Can he come back for the first time? It'll, it'll be his first time playing a game in three years because he missed all of last year, and he played in, what, one game in 2020? One game in 2020. Yeah, uh, that sounds right. So, so it's his fir- it's going to be his first. Not a lot of pressure he- on him either, though, because there's Because you got Chris Olave and, and you Jarvis got Jarvis Landry. Landry, yeah. And that guy, uh, Callaway, who a lot of people were saying. When, he was good when, last year. When, yeah, when Michael Thomas was expected to miss the season, people were saying, oh, go after Callaway because he's going to be good. It was just to their chagrin that Taysom Hill was the one throwing the 
the ball for the majority of the season. The Niners go to Chicago to face the Bears. It'll be interesting to see Trey Lance's not first start in the NFL, but first, you know, week one start in the mm-hmm. NFL. And uh, draws a pretty decent team, I'd say. You're on Chicago? the road. You're on the road. No, I meant it's a decent team as far as to start with. Like, oh, okay I, okay. I welcome that. Yes, yes, yes. But on the road. So that could be a bit of a problem. Hostile environment for sure. Eagles, Lions, eh, who cares? Eagles should take care of business in that game, even though it's in Detroit. Patriots, Dolphins. That's I know who you like in this game. Big Patriots. Yeah. That's a big game right off the bat. Yes. Though. Wild card implications. Absolutely. That's where I was going to go. It's, yeah. not, it's not just about establishing yourself as a better team. Both of these teams are going to consider themselves worthy of a wild card spot because they know the Bills, the poor AFC East, right, can never just have a competitive division. There's always going to be just one team that stands above the rest and the other three have to fight for a wild card spot. It was the Patriots for 20 years, and now it's going to be the Bills for the next 20 years. So now the Patriots get a little taste of their own medicine, but for sure, huge wild card implications right off the bat for these two teams. Ravens and Jets, Joe Flacco revenge happening, or are the Ravens going to take care of business? I Come on. It's They're the going to take care of business. Yeah. yeah, the Jets stink here. I don't care if J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are both out for that game. New the feature Ravens. on Fireside Friday this year, the Puke Bowl of the Week. The Jag- worst game of the week. Jaguars Commanders. Of the week. Jags Commanders. Yeah, I'm, no, looking, I'm looking at the rest of it. No yeah, interesting storylines no, there. Not at no, all. nothing. And the teams both have really no shot at making the playoffs in my mind. I don't Commanders really, maybe more so than the Jags have a shot because the NFC is abysmal. You might see him in our in our uh, what do we call it? Our triple triple play triple play picks of the show. The triple yeah. play. You're gonna pick, you're gonna pick the puke bowl. I'm the, I'm gonna stay Why? away from the puke bowl. Why not? I'm just gonna stay away from okay. the puke bowl. Revenge game number two on the dish. Browns, a lot of revenge games. There's in, three in revenge league. games. Yeah. Browns Panthers. I think Carolina. Do you see the line for this game right now? It's, it's a pick 'em. Yeah. yeah. I think Carolina is gonna beat them in their home I stadium. agree. It's it's a home game. Fully healthy Carolina. Well, that's, too. That's, yeah. that's, that's the that's the contingency right there. Is that Christian McCaffrey is yet he's to gonna be- play in the game? <laughs> Actually, I did think I did see that Christian McCaffrey popped up on a Carolina injury report. That was this a week. troll move. They're trolling. Think so? Well, he's gonna at least start the game. We know that. So. You have a shot at CMC doing some damage against the Browns. Here we go. Panthers coach Matt Rule has no concern over running back Christian McCaffrey being added to the injury report with a shin injury. He described it as a cut and reiterated that McCaffrey practiced in a, as a full participant. So maybe he just cut his shin and they didn't want to get any funny pushback from the NFL, so just put him on the injury report. Looks like McCaffrey will play with no limitations. No limitations Sunday. until the third quarter when, he's, <laughs> when he sprains <laughs> right. his MCL. So yeah. let's hope that for Carolina's sake. They're they, up by a lot. Yeah, then. right, by that time. But even so, even if they're not, with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, unless Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt combine for like 300 yards on the ground, I don't see Cleveland winning that game. Colts-Texans, division game that the Colts should easily take care of. I Before we move on, I just say, if if Baker Mayfield is not playing in that game, that's another pu- puke bowl Puke game. bowl contender? Yeah. No, because the Browns are good, at least. Or there's some intrigue in with that. Jacoby Brissett, But that's though? the intrigue with it, is that Jacoby Brissett's playing. Why? We all know why. Right. Colts-Texans, like I said, Colts should take care of business. Same as Titans-Giants. So the two front runners in the South and the AFC should get out to one of those starts. Wins. Yeah. Packers and Vikings is you a like that huge game. game. In if, Minnesota, if too. If the Vikings can steal that one, they're one-and-a-half-point underdogs, I think that that goes a long way with them uh, making myself look like Nostradamus, or Nostradamus, if you will. Oh, look you at like that. that. <laughs> and have them win the NFC North this year. But it starts with you got to win at home against Green Bay. Yes, it starts there. It starts week one. 
which is never easy when you ask a team who's fighting for a division win for the first time in what six or f five or six years and you say well week one is a must win if you want to do that absolutely and these next games that I'm going to rip off, they're all heavy hitters here. There are the four twenty, the next two 425s, Chiefs-Cardinals, big-time game. Take the over. Whatever it is, take, uh, hammer that over. Raiders-Chargers, take again, the over. Yeah. Whatever Do it, it is, big-time game there. And a uh, big-time division game with the Raiders and Chargers. But those are two great Chiefs and Cardinals, really, that's the game you like because you're going to get competition, like elite playoff-level competition, mm -hmm. but also you can afford to lose because it's a cross-conference sure. game. Raiders Chargers, on the other hand, you gotta win that one. Uh -huh. That could really make or break your playoff hopes if you're either of those. Your teams. division, your division crown hopes too, for sure. Because a lot, everyone's saying this this AFC West is so competitive. They're just gonna beat up on each other. Whichever team has, whichever team I think can go four and two in the division is gonna win the division. Bucks Cowboys Sunday Night Football. I'll sign up for that. Absolutely. It's twice on Sunday, I'll sign up for that. I love that matchup. You're and not gonna then... watch the uh, primetime Emmys instead. Nope. This I'm Sunday, gonna watch the primetime Buccaneers Cowboys. <laughs> Broncos Seahawks is Monday Night Football. The final revenge. The final game. revenge game. R Russell Wilson goes to Seattle. I'm sure there will be a lot of teary eyes in the crowd and yeah, a beautiful how you, tribute. How do you think the crowd will react if will, they don't do you... anything less than standing ovation? They're scummy fans. Will you hear boos? They are scummy fans if they do anything less than a standing ovation. He's the best player in franchise history. And yes, one, and for one sure. year, only Super Bowl. The most valuable player in franchise history and the best player in franchise history, for sure. All right, before we get to our triple play and before we get to our Steelers pick, let's give our pick for game of the week. I'm going Packers-Vikings. I think that Packers-Vikings game is going to be a shootout, a really intense game. I like the division rival aspect to it. And... It's so far away, but we could be towards the beginning of January and look back, and whoever wins this Packers-Vikings game has the upper hand to get the division. So mm. I'm going Packers-Vikings. Uh, I'll I'll stick in that 4 o'clock time slot, but I'll go with the Raiders-Chargers. I hope that's the one that's on national TV, too. Well, I, I, hope, both, to I hope both Packers-Vikings and Raiders-Chargers are, but I think it has to be well, okay, so It could be Chiefs-Cardinals. Well, no, so Packers-Vikings is Fox, and then Chargers-Raiders is CBS. I hope. So I think you'll get both of those. Great. Because those are great games to have. Yeah, hell yeah. Especially when we're working after the Steelers games. Oh, it's, that's the best. It's when the Steelers are done. Whether it's a win or a loss, at least you have a good game to watch. All right, let's start with the triple play. My okay, first. Okay, are you going first? I'll go first. Are Do you we, want me to go? We... All, let's go up alternate. Let's go back. Okay, and that's forth. fair. All right, my first pick for the triple play. I'm taking the Bears plus seven at home Whoa. against the Niners. Little shaky start to sure. Trey Lance. Maybe the Niners squeak by with like a five point sure. win or something like that. Okay. Bears plus seven. I mean, very. We talk about the first week throwing a lot of seven points at home too. I like that. Throw, you talk about the first week of the season throwing a lot of um, uh, hula hoops. You got to jump through. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be tricky. So I I, I I don't hate that one. My first pick, I got Denver minus six and a half in Seattle. I was thinking about that one too. I think Seattle is just that bad, and I think Russell Wilson's going to be good enough that he can win by more than a touchdown. Second that, pick. That's a, that's the a disappointing thing, right? Is that that Seattle team is good when they have Russell Wilson, but without him, this is going to be a bottom five team now. I agree. So it's not going to be that unless somehow Seattle makes it interesting. It's not going to be that great of a revenge game. Number two, I've got the Panthers in the pick'em. I'm taking Baker Ooh. Mayfield over the Cleveland Browns, getting his sweet revenge. Took that one from me. Carolina in the pick'em. Not a bad one. Um, for my next pick, I'll go Ravens minus six and a half. 
You're laying points here, but you're picking big favorites. It's a it's it's it's, it's a revenge game for Joe Flacco, <laughs> but it's not really. It's really not. Ravens, and you know what? You know what the Ravens always do every year? They throw out like in week one, like a forty to ten win every time they they start the season, don't they? Yes. They always love to come out hot. So I got the Ravens as an easy, at least a touchdown victory margin for them. My third team. Okay. You going Vikings? Skull. I'm taking my Vikings plus one and a half at home, but I think they'll win outright. But I'll take mm. the one and a half points too, just in case. All right, finally, gonna go against the points here. You're gonna I'll, take an underdog for once. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'll go Cardinals plus six. Mm, it's a pretty good underdog. You're betting against the Chiefs is very scary. I'm not. Though. I'm not picking the Cardinals outright. I know, but betting against the Chiefs is very scary. You could it's be true. winning that bet until three minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's true. Touchdown! 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 <laughs> yeah, that's true. Rip your heart out. But if there's an offense that can keep up, I mean, Josh Allen did it. I like Kyler Murray. Again, Arizona, a team that always comes out hot, right? Yep. They start off the season really well under Kyler Murray. So I have faith that they can at least keep up. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they can keep up. Finally, our Steelers prediction. Sunday, 1 o'clock at Paycor Stadium. Steelers at Bengals. I'm taking the Steelers to win. Oh, baby, I love it. 23-20. to 20. Oh, I love it, Pittsburgh, Tom. Pittsburgh 23, Bengals 20. 1-0 start for your Steelers. How you doing? I'll go Steelers. I'll go Steelers as well, oh, but I'll make it a little it. bit uglier. Oh, I love it. I'll go Steelers 20, Bengals 19. Oh, <laughs> Boswell maybe playing the hero yeah, at right. the end there. Right. Oh, you know what? No, let's – Bengals score. They opt to go for two. To the win Steelers it. Steelers get a T.J. Watt sack 20-19 game. However over. it happens, I got the Steelers winning also. It's – I mean – you gotta love. They're this. gonna win. The yeah. Steelers are gonna yeah. win. Steelers Bengals one o'clock at Paycor Stadium. Coverage starts on DVE at nine a.m. and leads you all the way up to kickoff. Did you miss any of our show today? Better not. You can, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcast shows, like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, The Steelers Standard, which is this here podcast right here, as well as many, many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy week one of the NFL season. It'll be hard Can't not to. Can't wait to be back on Monday and do some fresh episodes and recap all of the action. He's Jacob Brecht. I am Tom Opperman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.